Hello, my name is Wes Dawson, and I would like to welcome you back to Gabagool and 8. Now, this week, we have a very special episode in store, as this will be more of a storytelling, a recounting of my more formidable years, and I would like to add the disclaimer that everything told today is 100% true. Nothing has been exaggerated for storytelling purposes. If anything, I've downplayed things as a result of my own shame and guilt, though I have changed the names and the places to protect the guilty. And much like Gabagulinate has become known for as industry leaders in the less than 10 minute podcasting world, this episode has been well-crafted, well-written, and chronologically sound. And by that I mean I jotted down a whole bunch of ideas and stories that I was capable of remembering, and I'm just going to read them kind of as they come in whichever order they appear. Now, to give a little bit of context, when I talk about LaMarche, LaMarche was a location where myself and two of my dear friends had rented an apartment through our developmental or experimental years in college. Now, this place had earned a certain level of notoriety, a particular reputation in town, as well as a legacy that, to my knowledge, has yet to have been challenged. Basically, LaMarche was this beautiful four-bedroom, one-bathroom duplex where a trio of 17-year-olds went to live on their own in the quote-unquote big city. There is no doubt that things were destined to get wild. Now, long before in our more formidable teenage years, we had what we called the clubhouse, which was an old house purchased by my parents, providing us an ideal place to go hog wild crazy while learning how much cheap garbage beer we can consume in a 12-hour window. Now, the clubhouse was not originally purchased to test the limits of youth intoxication, but rather as a playhouse for us, which quickly grew up alongside of us and turned into our own dark age frat house. Because you see, the clubhouse may have been run down, it was dirty, it also had no electricity or plumbing. Now, it did have a working bathroom. Now, by working bathroom, of course, I mean there was a mattress standing vertically heading down to the basement stairs, which dutifully absorbed our adolescent urine for years. Unless you were feeling real trashy, then you'd just piss out the window upstairs, but otherwise the mattress was there to provide a more classy kind of trashy. Eventually, LaMarche became our own clubhouse with its fully decked out painted wood floors, electricity, plumbing, and eventually it evolved and matured alongside its party animal inhabitants looking for a theater to express their inner fire. Now, there eventually grew many intermingling tribes within LaMarche, and there are so many stories and so many events, they're just too numerous to detail within one episode, but I will try my best to highlight as many as best I can. I think also I should mention, this wasn't like a flop house full of like, you know, deadbeat drug addict alcoholics. Yes, there was plenty of drugs and alcohol. I'm just saying, these were mostly intelligent, charismatic, and fun-loving people, mostly very good-natured people as well. We all did well in school, and we've all mostly gone on to bigger and better things and have found success in other avenues in life. Except for that one guy, you know who I'm talking to, you are one stupid piece of shit. Anyway, I digress. So I say we were good people, well, we certainly were, because in the days of the clubhouse, pre-LaMarche, we had gone wandering through our local town, of course, somewhat intoxicated. Someone had left a washing machine for the large garbage pickup at the end of their driveway, so we proceeded to roll that fucker back down his steep driveway pretty well to his front door, and then fucked off. And when we doubled back, we saw the prone washing machine lying there. We kind of felt bad, felt kind of guilty, thinking, what if this was an older gentleman who took all day to get that thing up his driveway in the first place? So we went and carried it back up to the roadside. We were the best vandals ever. 
So yes, I did mention that this was a four-bedroom apartment. Of course, for the first few years, the first stint we had in there, the fourth bedroom was literally a beer bottle room. And that's no exaggeration. I have never seen such a high concentration of empty beer bottles and fruit flies swarming above them in one place in my life. And that includes like bottle rooms in grocery stores or depots at Budweiser. It is inconceivable the number of beer bottles that were in that room, notably Black Label Big Tens, an embarrassingly large number of those. And of course, one of the most easily identifiable characteristics of LaMarche was a beer bong that started at the top of the staircase on the second floor, snaked its way down the railing all the way into the basement. Now, the beer running down three stories would come down with such velocity out the tube, it would hit the back of your throat so hard, it would remind me of the summer of 05 and why I don't wear blindfolds in public anymore. Not to mention that the bong itself was often filled with fruit flies. Now, uh, my roommate would assure me that I washed it, I rinsed it with hot water and soap. Well, then you just had a bunch of like soapy fruit flies kind of dead in the tube. Uh, meaning I only drank from it about once and then I would just rather enjoy watching other people take a drink. Okay, now we're getting into the part of the story where we're gonna have to give some code names in order to protect the guilty. So let's just say uh, this guy, Doc. See, we went out drinking. He uh, was, you know, kind of out of hand, getting a little rowdy. We got home and then he saw a microwave sitting on the balcony. He took that and smashed it in the center of the streets. Cops came around the corner, started giving shit, uh, scared him quite thoroughly, and then told him to clean that up and get the hell home. He did so, but then immediately upon entering our apartment, he ran to the kitchen, grabbed the garbage bag and said, you want to see fucking garbage? And then threw the garbage into the streets. Of course, the cops were waiting around the corner and uh, pulled up instantly and basically said, are you fucking stupid? Do you not think we knew that was the next thing you were going to do? Clean that up or you're going to jail. It was cleaned up. Now, the next story involved Doc and another roommate named, uh, let's call him Scooter. Uh, we call him Scooter mainly because he was much like Roller Girl in the film Boogie Nights, except he rode around on a scooter. So you make what you will of that. Uh, we had this ongoing game to puke on one another's car. Of course, in the winter months, well, I guess in the summer months, it's not very pleasant either, but the winter months, having frozen uh, orange throw up, you know, glued to your driver's door handle, uh, kind of wore thin and we, we put an end to that game pretty quickly. We also had our properly named mailbox as the mail hole, and I'd used my artistic skills to not only write mail hole, spelt M-A-L-E, but we tried to have the box itself resemble a bent over man, and when you would open it, you'd be shoving mail into his nether regions. Um, our neighbors, being so threatened by a homosexual mailbox, destroyed it. Um, I don't know if they were worried that we were going to like mail them gay or something like that, Either way, they destroyed it quite thoroughly as they did not find the humor that we did in having a male hole mounted to our railing. Myself and Scooter learned pretty quickly that cucumbers should not be left on top of a fridge for more than, oh, let's say six months at a time. Uh, we had found something rotting on top of the fridge and we noticed this giant worm in it. And as we were holding back our gags and dry heaves, pulling this worm out of this rotten cucumber, uh, we realized it was it was a shoestring that the cucumber had rotten on top of and, and uh, really wasn't that exciting. Probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. And another notable group effort was, of course, when we rocked out to the point that we destroyed the heating ducts in the apartment. It became a Thursday standard to rock out and stomp our feet with the beat of whatever generic rock song we were listening to at the time. And come the winter months, we noticed it was a little bit chilly in the apartment. There wasn't much heat coming up other than what was radiating through the basement stairs. Uh, when I went to take a look, I noticed all the heating ducts had been dislodged and had fallen to the floor. So those had to be repaired if we wanted to get any heat to, you know, the second story of the building. Now, the next few stories, well, they pertain... 
Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for this week. I didn't intend for this to be a two-part episode. I don't think we're going to have a choice. Honestly, if we want to recount all of the detailings of La Marche and the experiences lived there, I think it would be its own podcast or at least a recurring series. Uh, it, it's unfathomable the amount of craziness that I can recount from this, and that's from my surviving brain cells. I'm sure if I had them all intact, it would be even more so. So please be sure to tune in next week for part two of The Legend of LaMarche. My name is Wes Austin. This has been Gabagool and 8. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe.